Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Everything entertainment, everything Taylor Swift. You can get that song on Hit Clips. And wow. now, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, Hit Clips. What's Hit Clips? <laughs> it was a, a thing where it was like a little fake radio keychain thing, and then you had little hooks of songs that you plugged oh. in, and it would give you just like the hook That's of the song. That's old school. Yeah. yeah, Pink, and like my daughter had all different kinds of songs. Oh, anyway, um, if you know what Hit Clips is, hit me up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In Orlando, Florida, it's the 40th annual World Clown Association Convention. It's not just in Orlando, but they're, they have um, embarked, descended on Orlando, the dozens of clowns. Yeah, from- I would say descended, infested. Oh, no. Clowns, get, they scare me. They're like zombies. Well, that's why, that's why I want to talk about this. They're from 35 different countries and they they have clowns everywhere yeah clowns clowns everywhere oh wow yes now fun clowns come in four types there's only I learned only fun clowns come well, in four I types i mean i don't know like what are the what are the not fun clowns uh, every clown <laughs> yes. the ones that want to kill you the ones that live in the sewer <laughs> Right. The ones that are under your bed in a pol- in a poltergeist. Right, we've had a lot of bad clowns in in movies. Yes, and we TV have. Shows. Okay, but tell me about the four types of fun clowns. Okay. Also, you're telling me there is literally a clown convention in Orlando. Yeah, so if you're planning on going terrified. to Orlando, you might see a lot of clowns. Yeah, Maybe you they're at your you hotel. Get on, like the do they have like a light rail or something, and you just hop on and you turn, and there's like forty clowns. Or what if they are? Are they? Oh, they're not allowed in Disney World in a costume. You can't wear a costume to Disney World, so you won't be seeing them there. But what if you're staying at a hotel and that's the hotel that has no thirty five? I would leave. I would countries ask for my worth money of clowns. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> uh, let me. Tell I'm being you. facetious, by the way. I know clowns can be fun, but I'm mostly terrified. Well, right, and you know, I I don't think you're alone in that. So there are four types of clowns. Um, these are the fun clowns. They're white faced clowns, August clowns. Tramp and character like Santa. Santa is a clown. Well, you can have a clown as Santa. Yes. Oh, so like, like a, a Santa clown. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's like you know a character category. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I'm the the Shrek clown or whatever. Keep, be careful, Disney will come and yeah, taser you. Yeah, I would <laughs> taser you, <laughs> especially if you're in Orlando. Um, so you're saying like it's still the clown that we all know and maybe love um with another costume on top of their clown costume sure yeah are you still talking about the character clowns yeah okay yeah well um i was like what i had no idea there were so many types of clowns 
Um, so the white face clowns, apparently, like they are the setup for the clowns that are doing all the business. Like they're the straight man of the clowns. Okay. And um, they also do like pies in the face. Those kind of clowns. Okay. I don't have to That's tell you. That just reminds me of like when you were a kid and you maybe went to like a Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus. That That's what I think of as the white face clowns, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, um... So then there are the the tramp or hobo clowns, which is not politically correct, but hey, it's clowns. Yeah, you know? I was going to say we don't. Call they typically have. They typically have like the white eyebrows that come up above the real eyebrows. I mean, they have clown face, but it's like a regular face, and they have a painted on beard oh, and a red nose, and okay. they are. What do they do? Well, they are like the. Um, they're just known as. Tramps and hobos. They're kind of like. Hey, it's fun to be homeless, kind of clown, which it's not. And they shouldn't have I, I clowns. I don't think are... anybody ever said <laughs> oh, it's fun to be homeless. That, no, <laughs> but that's what Mike. it implies. That's what it implies. It's like from a 1920, you it's know, when you think of the old cartoons. Like riding the rails. Yeah, riding the rails. It was Great Depression inspired, yeah. yes. Great Depression inspired. But like, inspired. who was like, yeah, that's hilarious. Let's do that. Kids will love it. <laughs> I, mean, I know. I know. It just comes from a different time period. But, you know, still a legitimate. <laughs> Form of clown. I don't. I, are you getting paid by the Clown Association? Because so far you've scared me. You've scared me <laughs> by just thinking of mass group of clowns. And then all I know so far uh-huh. is uh, okay. So we've got the white face clowns and the hobo clowns. Mm-hmm. And then what are the okay, other two? So there's an August clown. What's an August? And clown? it has an e on the end. So August. August, August actually. August? Is, yes. Oh, Mike, Mike I know that. you have a clown connection. Remind us what that is again. I used to live a mile away from the International Clown Hall of Fame. I knew that Baraboo Mike had a okay, clown so connection. Bru- That's right, Baraboo. Yes. Am I brutalizing all this Not clown at all. talk? You're doing okay. great. Okay, because this is from the official. Clown, yep. you know. What do you know about they're, Auguste They're clowns. the ones with the, the noses, the the noses that you can squeak or the big oh. red nose. But how is that different from, they're, like... They don't talk, right? And they're... Uh, no, they talk, because, okay. like, Bozo was, I think, an, an Auguste clown. Yeah, pretty sure Bozo was. They're more jokey joke. They kind of, like, uh, have a lot of fun slapstick, I think. Now, look, and, I'm here for the history of, like... Because mm-hmm. that's fascinating. Like, I want to know, like, what... Because I bet you there is a, a very storied history of, like, there where is, the yeah. Auguste clown comes from. But, like, can we all just admit that, like, something happened where culturally, uh, as, a like, a, our cultural conscience yeah. has changed or consciousness has changed around clowns? And yeah. I don't know if it was around, like, the 80s when Poltergeist... Well, I mean, Stephen it, King wrote Stephen it. Stephen King. Yes, that is absolutely when it happened. And if you talk to people who are in clowning and have been in clowning their whole life, because not only was the International Clown Hall of Fame in Baraboo, but also it used to be Clown College used to be in Baraboo. Now it's, oh. it was moved to Florida, and now it's gone away. But you see people, and actually, like... Eric Stone Street is actually a really huge lover of clowns and clowning and advocate for and stuff. And they were trying to get him up there to even be the uh, the grand marshal for the circus parade that happens every single uh, oh. Uh, oh. summer. Was he game I, to do that? He's such a he was not. Nice well, person. I don't. They're trying to work through that process. I don't think he quite did. It quite got him up there. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fun and it's amazing. But yes, to your point though, the it, the poltergeist, all those different things that have come out have really, really um, frustrated. I feel bad for the purist. people who were like, yes. I want to be a clown. And right. then everybody was like, ah! exactly. I know I was reading about this one. Of course, they interviewed NPR, interviewed um, some of the clowns at the convention. And 
you know, one of them is talking about uh, she's a white face clown and she's done 1500 hours at a children's hospital with her husband. They're both clowns. But I'm looking at her and I'm like, wow, I don't know if as a kid that would scare me. Like, of course it would. You know, do, because I, what? Well, right? I know that people like there are clowns that go to birthday parties and stuff, but but let's be clear. I you know like here's where I can extend my fear uh, beyond just clowns for kids. I can understand it's not just clowns for kids, right? Like any parent will test testify to this. I'm sure. Like your kids might be scared of Santa, the Easter Bunny. Like oh, people, yeah, they don't want to sit on their laps. Right? Like, that's terrifying. Oh. If you really start to think about what that looks like or is for somebody it's who's like never seen it before. It's like you tell them a tale of Santa, and then they go visit him at the mall, and they're like, ah! Well, just especially the Easter Bunny. That that dude oh, creeps me yeah. out. I don't know why the Easter Bunny creeped me out as a kid, but still does. And my cousin, she told me one time that the Easter Bunny, she was laying in bed. Uh-oh. I don't God. know where this is going. Oh, come on. She, she was laying in bed. Had her eyes closed. She was sleeping. It was it was Easter morning, very early. <laughs> she opened her eyes, and do you know what was in the corner? The Easter Bunny. Easter Bunny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sitting there in the corner. Mm-hmm. Oh, did she he need like, to take I, a break? Like some uh, jelly beans. But he was just like eh, hunched over. Hey. No. And she just like one eye open, and I was like, "You really saw these?" But she's like, "That dude was in my room, hunched over in the corner." Uh-oh. And she didn't move for fear that he, I don't know, would eat her or something. Ah. I don't know what the Easter Bunny does. Ah. And so then when she told me that story, I was like, then she fell back asleep. And when she woke up, he was gone. But, and I'm sure it would totally happen. But, because she was a child and so was I. But, that burned into my head. This oh, like no. everlasting fear of the Easter Bunny. I that also, he was just going to be in my corner. Like, oh my gosh. And speaking of, remember John Wayne Gacy? Oh God! I mean, Don! There's another Don, one. Was you don't he have to go from like the yeah, creepy was, Easter Bunny well, I mean, to adults. A we're like, killer. yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly, did Stephen King write it, or did uh, John Wayne Gacy do his yeah. criming and clowning? Yeah. First, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, this has been a lovely discussion. If you <laughs> are in Orlando right now, hey, if you see a clown. We have Tell a hi. we have a net on the line. She's a card carrying member of the World Clown Association. Oh, fun! Annette, we need Annette. to we need to take help a, us. Okay, Annette, really quick, Annette. Hi. Yes. Hi. Hi. What do you want to uh, say? Yeah. Uh, people are scared of clowns because of a couple different things. It is a big one, and then um, also parents kind of shoving a kid in front of a clown when the kid hasn't had a chance to look at the faces because. I understand clown faces can be scary. Yeah. But if a kid has the opportunity to look at that person and see that they're not hurting anybody, yeah. sometimes that gives them the courage to go and um, approach the clown or not be as frightened. And that's kind of where some of the fear comes from. Well, I, and I think, you know, like clowns in that regard are no different than anything else that kids aren't familiar with, right? Like if you exactly. just. Exposed. Exactly like Santa Claus, like you said before. Yeah. yeah. What do you I, think about the Easter Bunny? Go see Sandy. He's happy. He's jolly. Everybody is excited about him. But, but you got to admit, kid, your, your work is cut out. Scary. Your work to like allay our fears uh, is cut out for yeah. you because for some reason, you know, people have just grown increasingly scared of clowns, and it's kind of it's got to be sad for those who love clowns and those who are part of the community, right? It's very hard. It's yeah. very hard when the new it came out. Yeah, uh, the, it, we were kind of up in arms about it in our local area, and it's like there are bad clowns, and those are the ones that want to scare you. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, like the kids at Halloween, they think it's funny to put on the really gross, scary clown mm, makeup. Right, well, right. and there were those clowns yeah. in Wisconsin that were like lurking in oh, towns. All over the country. Exactly. Yeah. All over. Exactly. And, they're and just... that's what gives clowns a bad rap because yeah. people see a clown, even though we want to make, most clowns want to make people happy. Um, but those clowns are the ones that have wrecked it for us yeah. in many ways. Oh, Thank you so much for calling and sharing that viewpoint. That was uh, totally you, delightful. Uh, And when we come back from clowns to bunnies, Bad Bunny is being sued. And we'll tell you why when we return right here. Don McLean for Livia Way Control Centers. Spring is finally here. And Livia Way Control Centers, they want to help you get healthier and more active. Losing weight, it can make all those activities more enjoyable. And uh, the programs are doctor recommended. I lost over... Uh, well, about 30 pounds with Livia five years ago, and I've kept the weight off. And there's so many benefits that you get uh, from losing weight and losing weight the right way. For instance, if you're going to try some diet that just is like a fly-by-night thing that everyone's doing, it's so confusing right now, isn't it, with all the messages out there? You're going to gain the weight back because it isn't designed by registered dietitians and nutritionists like Livia Weight Control Centers is. So you can get your first eight, eight weeks free when you mention me. And just call 855-GO-LIVIA, or you can go to Livia.com and get those eight weeks free when you say, I heard this from Don McLean. And Livia, by the way, was voted Minnesota's best weight loss program for two years in a row. That's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Don. Oh, my goodness. Bad Bunny, he's been in the news a lot lately because he's been hanging out with Kendall Jenner. Well, maybe his ex-girlfriend got really mad about that. Because she is suing him for $40 million. Wow. He also happens to be an attorney. So oh. I read this and at first I was like, okay, what is she suing him about? But I think she actually might have a case. I don't know if it's a $40 million case, but maybe she's just hoping that she'll get something out of it. Does Is, is it legitimate? Uh, well, they were dating back in uh, 2011 and her name is... Oh, my gosh. Where Bad was Bunny's it? ex-girlfriend, Carlis de la Cruz Hernandez. There we go. And my he is was very horrible. much Benito Antonio Martinez Ocasio. 2011, they were at the University of Puerto Rico together, and they were um, dating. And um, he, um, she would say something to him. He, she would say, like, Bad Bunny baby. Well, what he did, he had her put that in a voice note, and then later on, he used it in songs. So it's her voice in at least a couple of his songs, which are played at his concerts, if you think about all over the world, in stadiums. So you've got that venue where you're, he is profiting from the media with concert ticket sales. You have Spotify sales. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, you have just regular record sales. It's a lot. So when she adds it all up, she says this was an attack of privacy and she did not actually. Um, and when one of the songs came out, it was an t- attack on her privacy. She said in it led her to seek psychological help because she just kept hearing her voice attached to him. She wanted mm. to be over this relationship. But here he is using her voice in his songs. Interesting. How can he do that, though? He just didn't get her permission. Well, I know, but wouldn't you think like the label would be like, hey, you can't do that. Did you get permission? Yeah, who knows? I mean, they might not even know that it was his ex-girlfriend, yeah. you know? Um, you well, would think they would check on something like that. Yeah, you'd think. So $40 million lawsuit. Um, and, you know, also like he has amassed more than 350 million views on YouTube with one of these songs. So, yeah, I mean, he's literally the most successful. I mean, if you think of He's the concert, most streamed artist, at least on YouTube. Most streamed artist, but also if you just think of most successful artists in terms of, like, ticket sales, concerts. Like, oh, yeah. he, he surpasses even Taylor Swift. Yes. So he's been incredibly successful. Yes. So I don't know. Do you Do think that she think, has a suit? I mean, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know. I was going to ask you to tell me, does it seem like her case is legitimate? I mean, According I think to it the, does. Okay. To the rules of, like you know, putting somebody's voice on a record and not getting their permission and then selling that. It's interesting that he, you know, I don't know if she's tried to like get a settlement or whatever, but that's the kind of thing, you know, maybe this lawsuit is a precursor to a settlement that she's hoping to get. So like you sue for a big bunch of money and then he's like, okay, don't sue me. I'll give you some money. Well, it looks like um, Remus Entertainment which is apparently uh, probably his record company um, offered to buy the recording of her voice from her. She said, no, she was eventually offered $20,000 for the recording instead. And she allegedly did not give her consent, Mm. but then they still released it with her voice. Interesting. So they they tried and then we're like, well, well, she won't give it, but they, but then they just released it anyway. Yeah. So that's a problem. I think that I think she might win. And I, I mean, not, necessarily 40 million but there'll be a settlement somewhere oh that's what i was saying like he, if he if she goes give me 40 million he's like okay don't sue me here's a million i'm sure and that like, somewhere okay. she has the original voice note on her device yeah because she's an attorney well you'd she hope knows. she had like you know the receipts if you will yeah i'm sure she does since she's been in a courtroom i'm sure so well, I don't think it's really going to affect him considering he has so much money. But I would just say, I mean, she's obviously really mad about it. I mean, she said it's caused her psychological yeah. damage. Um, the global tour, by the way, grossed $232.5 yeah. in the U.S. alone. Truly, just the U.S. Yeah. He, I mean, he is killing it. Yeah. Well, certainly you'll keep an eye on this trial and let us know what happens. Mm-hmm. When we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn on this beautiful Friday, speaking of deliciousness, Mm -hmm. not musical deliciousness, kind of though, Mm -hmm. food deliciousness. We're doing food porn Friday when we return and there is a musical connection. We'll be right back. Where talk is fun. This is way more fun than I imagined. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my friends at Alight. 
You've heard me talk about the work Alight is doing all around the world. I first learned about the work Alight was doing in East Africa, specifically Uganda. And I was able to travel firsthand to see the work Alight was doing in Uganda to help displaced persons. Most people would call them refugees, but they're people just like you and me who were forced to leave everything they had behind because of war, conflict, and famine. I will never forget my first trip to Uganda and seeing what it was like to be a displaced person. And even from my very privileged standpoint, I was able to appreciate the incredibly hard work and difficult uh, realities that people have to deal with in that part of the world 365 days a year. I am so grateful that there's an organization like a light there to help those individuals and your support can allow them to continue that work. Head to wearealight.org today and thank you. The Adventures of Bradley and Donna, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It's Friday, which means we try food or drinks <laughs> during our food porn segments. Sticking in our pie holes today, Dawn. Well, this one has a celebrity story along with it. Great news for Rosalia. Rosalia. We're going to try the Move. This is a limited edition Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola Move. And it's inspired by she helped with the flavor. Probably this not. This is so Rosalia. random. Like, I mean, not random in the sense. It's just the idea of having a Coke taste like a, a pop star. <laughs> but I'm here for it because... The other, I can't remember the last Coke weird flavor they had. Starlight. 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 That tasted so good. I loved it, yeah. That was the one that was like cotton candy That's what they kind of said, cotton candy notes. It had that nice little cherry. I actually quite enjoyed it. little vanilla flavor to it. It was great. Well, I was looking on the Coke website, and they have certain Cokes like Dreamland. That sold out. Whatever Dreamland is. Yeah, well, it tastes like your dreams. So So what does Rosalia taste like? Uh, We're going to find out in just a second. Or I mean, but do they tell us, like, this is an expression of the blah, blah, blah? No, that's why... they say that it's inspired by transformation. Oh, okay. well, if you look on the can, it does say move limited edition. I don't know what that means. Uh, Coca-Cola creations, transformation flavored, transformation. And then flavored. it says Rosalia. It has um, now this is sort of uh, contradicts itself. It says familiar Coca-Cola taste with bold and delicate flavors. Bold and delicate. So are we ready to try it? Again, I just love that you're reading the descriptive food words. Yeah. Uh, bold and delicate <laughs> can be used for something else, so they don't... Bold and delicate? What else can it be used for? Everything. A bold ballpoint pen. Ooh, like you a know ball- what I smell? Ooh. What? What do you smell? The first whiff that I got off of that was coconut or like suntan lotion. Yep. You know, like I feel like I'm on the oh, beach. Oh, yeah. Coconut. Malibu vibe to it. Yeah, Malibu. Mm-hmm. Malibu Barbie. All right. Okay. <laughs> I got the regular kind. You oh, know, I didn't get zero I sugar. I like it. Do you? Hold on. Let me let me do the the air test. Oh. Yeah. I'm getting coconut graham crackers. Oh my god. Well, you kind of have to like cream soda almost. Is it? Mike, you haven't said anything. Oh, that's because I'm just trying to take it all in. I yes. like it. I don't know what I'm tasting, but I do get that whiff of like Tropicana. It's like Tropicana. Not Tropicana like juice, but the the suntan lotion. Buttery caramel little vibe to it for sure. Yeah. What do you taste on? 
Well, definitely. It's like definitely the coconut. I wish they would have just said coconut, but they don't want the non-coconut people not to try it. Well, no, I mean, I think it's just it's a nice partnership opportunity to help sell, you know, music. And and then after there's a waxy taste on my tongue. Waxy? My taste. My tongue tastes... Your tongue tastes waxy? It's like sort of... Interesting. Um, Yeah, I like it. I would drink this. The right. suntan lotion aftertaste. I kind of... I know <laughs> that sounds, sounds really... But it's it like sounds really off-putting, of, but yeah, I, no, I enjoy that chemical. for some reason. I feel like I'm on a cruise. I might have to bring this with me on my next cruise. Well... You guys, this I, might be a... I think it's limited keeper. edition, so you better go get some now. And do they have a diet? Version, yes, they or do. Is it a Coke Zero version or it's a Coke Zero it's version? It's Coke Zero version. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah, I you don't prefer like a diet. Okay, because diet tastes different than Coke Zero. It does. It does. Yes, and I think is that I would, annoying anyone? This yet? would be good with ice Continue, cream, please. like a float, like a yeah. I could see that a, a Coke float. Mm. Just get a Coke if you're thirsty. I really, you know, honestly, I like that better than a plain Coke. You do? I, I don't mind a plain Coke, but it's not my go-to. I would prefer a Diet Coke. I don't know why. It's weird. But um, but if the, if you said, do you want a regular Coke or one of them Rosalia Cokes? I'd be like, give me one of them <laughs> Rosalia, Rosalia Cokes. Cokes. Well, there's also news about Ro- Rosalia, if you want to know. What's the news? Yeah. Um, I did not uh, put this in here for you, Mike, oh. that you might have seen. But um, she has a new song, and it's actually in the, in the grid there. Okay. Um, I do like her music. So she has a new song, and it basically confirms that she's engaged. Oh. Brand new news. And she's got her own Coke. Go, I girl. Know. Rosalia and Rao Alejandro, he's actually on the song with her. They announce her engagement in the music video for this song, Beso, which is Kiss, right? Yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah it's their joint EP, and it drops today. So how cool are we that just this just so happened we saved this this Coke for today, and she announced her engagement. That's awesome. This is a little bit of the of the song here. Yeah. Yep. You like it? I do. I feel like I'm on a beach. Yeah, let's drink our... I mean, this is just one big commercial for Coke yeah. and Rosalia. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. That's great. She also shows up. The, the video is actually pretty funny because there's a part where she's shaving her armpits. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's funny. I'm like, oh my God, she's shaving a pit. Like she's just doing. Apropos of nothing or what? <laughs> like it's like she's getting ready in the morning and that's, they show a swipe. Well, they, these or are it's just a like, lot of personal... Look at me. Well, I'm shaving my pits. There, It's a lot of personal like home, home video sounds so ancient. Like I'm 80 years old. Um... I feel like I'm going to burp, and I don't want to. What were you yeah, going to say, watch, Mike, watching while she the, burps? Yeah, watching the video, it looks like it was just basically a bunch of Snapchats li- like put together ah. in, in a music video. So there's yeah. a lot of personal. It's even like the horizontal sh- or the vertical shots yeah. of them, not the horizontal shots mixed in with some horizontal shots. Mm. So it's kind of back and forth, different camera angles. But, yeah, it's very mm. much home Oh, Whole movie on cute. a phone. Yeah. And then it goes back and forth to their concert yep. stuff together. Okay, can we do the food porn thing first before we uh continue with um the Rosalia yeah. story in terms of a zero to five? Like if you were gonna rate oh, sure. the food porn experience for Rosalia Coke. 
or what do we even call this? Coca-Cola move. move? Coca-Cola move. Coca-Cola move. Limited oh, she's edition. also smoking ciggies in this video. And she's shaving her pit and smoking a ciggy, which I'm not here for that. But it was kind of like, oh. Sounds like a Saturday morning. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. One what to five. What do you think? Zero to five. Zero to five. Zero being the worst thing you've ever put in your mouth. Five being the most delicious, moist beverage. Well, if you're... Including all drinks and all food, I'm going to say um, 2.5. Okay, 2.5. What do you give it a 2.5 for? Because I think about other things that could be better. Oh, okay. But it's just not. If I were going to say on a Coke scale. Oh, on a Coke scale. Or on a pop scale. How about a pop? pop? scale? Because it's a pop. I would say 3.7 on a pop scale. 3.7. Now, my top would be a Spring Grove root beer. Oh, okay. So. All right. What do you think? I'm going to let Mike go first. Mike. <laughs> yeah. Because he right. always gives real specific mm-hmm. reviews. I do. I, I liked Starlight better than this one. Okay. I did personally. I, I can see that. I would like to try the zero version of this one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say 3.64. 4. 3.64. 3.64. <laughs> you're just being clever by half. Okay. I'm going so to say 3.65. No, I, yeah, I, I would over. say. If I were going to do uh, whole numbers, I would, <laughs> on a pop scale, I would give that a four out of five. Wow. Because it gives me all the things I want. Yeah. That's... But if I were going to be, uh, you know, picky about it, I'd say 3.6475. There you go. Oh, oh, see, he's right there with me. <laughs> okay. But I do, I, I do enjoy it. That was a fun hit to the nose. Yeah. That first whiff of uh, suntan. I thought, you know, when you go like to Like, I literally am in, you know... A tropical location. This yeah. is making you happy then. I'm so on St. Lucia. If you're down in the dumps, get some Coca-Cola move. I'm on Virgin Gorda. It is a... Virgin Gorda. I'm okay. on Puerto Rico. Okay. I'm on... Okay. We'll be here all day. Oh boy. Well that was fun. That was fun. Thank you you for getting those. I saw it in Aldi. I saw it in Aldi and I thought, you know, Aldi sometimes has uh, things that you can't get other places. You know? And I thought, ooh, what's this? This is a weird new different Coke. And then I went to Cub and I saw it there. But it is it's a pink can. You know they have um they had like a sale on (laughs) I can't do it. I'm sorry. I tried. (laughs) It's gonna do a joke. What? Come on, you have to do it. Pistachios. Yeah, they did at Aldi. There was a sale on Aldi's nuts. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I saw that. I don't know if I saw that on Instagram or TikTok, but there was a joke about Aldi's nuts. The nuts okay. that's yeah, the nuts that are nuts. sold at Aldi. Right, right. Not like Captain D's. <laughs> Not Captain D's nuts. No. <laughs> I didn't get until today. I was talking about if you're from the South, you know what Captain D's is. It's like Long John Silver's. Yeah, and you thought anyway. I was thinking of something nasty. Well, you were. Yesterday she was talking about Captain D's, and she's like, why are you laughing? And I was like, because I want to say something. And she thought I wanted to say Captain D's. That's the sound of a ship. <laughs> but I was over here trying to say something else okay. about Captain D's pistachios. All I right, think hey. this sugar rush has made us a little goofy. Well, it's Friday. That's not. A, yeah. This ain't no sugar rush. Trust. I would need a. A lot more to make me go. Just a tiny can. Silly. Uh, Hey, when we come back, I want to tell you this really random bazaar. It's a bazaar story about (laughs) Prince William. He showed up at a gay Polish restaurant. (laughs) 
What's a gay restaurant? I don't know. But actually, I will tell you the answer. I didn't know, but I do now, and I'll share it with you when we return right here on Mike. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my friends at Boulevard Auto Works, blvdautoworks.com. Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony. You know, they've been there for decades, over 40 years, helping keep people. Keep people safe on the road all season long, whether it's your tires, your suspension. I mean, obviously anything under the hood, but I think I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This time of year in particular, we're paying attention to our tires, our suspension, because have you met the roads lately? God. Trying to get into work? I had to dodge about 800 potholes. But I know if I have any issues this season, all I got to do is pick up the phone and call my friends over at Boulevard Auto Works, blvdautoworks.com. I'm going to drop off my car. They're going to have a courtesy car waiting for me. I will bebop around uh, town while they're taking care of my vehicle. When I pick my vehicle up, I know they're going to give me a detailed list, an explanation of everything they did in language I can understand. I'm going to get in, I'm going to get out, and I get get back on the road with the help of Boulevard Auto Works. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We have to talk about Prince William and what he's up to. You know, the Royals, everything they do, it's a not a publicity stunt, but it's definitely they. Or is it? Or maybe it is. What's he doing? You decide. I'm going to tell you this story. I saw a headline and I thought, I need to understand what's going on. Exclusive. Prince William stuns customers as he enjoys a great night having dinner at an LGBT restaurant, choosing a $7.50 pound dish during surprise trip to Poland. That's a lot of words that don't make any sense. (laughs) Prince William went to Poland to an LGBT restaurant. Now, spoiler alert, I'm an LGBT. You are? Yeah. Okay. Specifically the G. Uh, I'm a member of that community, and I didn't understand what a LGBT restaurant is. I've been to an LGBT bar. I mean, restaurants can have LGBT owners, whatever, right? So I was like, I need to know what this means. Yeah. Okay? So then I read the story, and I want to see if you kind of came up with the same thought I did. But if not, it's fine. You tell me what you think. Yeah, just tell me the facts. First of all, it's about Prince William. Okay? And Prince William, according to the Daily Mail... now. A source is speaking directly to the Daily Mail. Okay, come on. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, if it was bad, yes. But 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 yeah, that means no, this is good. Somebody from inside the house <laughs> is telling us this. Meaning exactly. Prince William's people told yeah, us this. His press secretary. Uh and there are Private photos. Secretary, sorry. Now here's what the story is according to the source. And there are photos of him at a restaurant looking at a menu. What are the I'll on the t- menu. I'm going to tell you what he ate. You're going to die. Okay. Or not die, but you'll just be fascinated. Okay. So I don't the team, die. From, yeah, don't die. The team from Kensington Palace booked a local restaurant near where they were working. I don't know why they were there in the first place, okay. but whatever. And the prince decided to join them there. 
he asked them, hey, guys, what are you doing? Can I come along? And they were like, sure, we're going to a restaurant in Poland. So apparently this was like a gesture on the part of the prince. Like, oh, my team is going out for dinner. I would like to join them. So he shows up to support his team. But I thought, I wonder if this is also like a publicity opportunity because Mm -hmm. it makes him look magnanimous. Mm -hmm. He's supporting his team. But his team just happens to be at an LGBT restaurant. Now, you ask, what is an LGBT restaurant? Opened in November of last year and promoting itself as an LGBTQ plus friendly place, not palace. (laughs) It's a friendly palace. I want to (laughs) go. I want to go to the gay friendly palace. No, (laughs) a friendly place with a neon rainbow colored sign. The owner said that the restaurant is an inclusive space where everyone can feel good. Now, Now, specifically why that's important is that in Poland, there's a rather conservative government and the community there has felt uh, you know, like it's being attacked from some parts of society. So mm. having a, an inclusive, open, safe space for LGBTQ plus people it's is an awesome in thing, Poland. right? Right. Um, but again, really, I think it's just saying a, an openly LGBTQ restaurant owner has uh, created this space for everyone to feel welcome. And so his staff decided to go there. So I think the fact that they then called up the Daily Mail to give this story, which also, by the way, accompanied with some photographs, yeah, seems like maybe they were trying to generate some positive publicity for our friend William. And why would we need to do that, Dawn? Um, because if we're looks, being cynical. Okay, if we're being cynical, it's because he didn't look very good in the book spare. Honestly, if yeah. you read it, I mean, there's really nothing that you can take away where you're like, he's nice. <laughs> I love, this is what I, okay, yeah, go on, go on. You're so, right. um, he just, you know, people have that in their mind if they've read the book. If you can't stand Prince Harry, you don't care and you yeah. are not affected by this. But they are aware, I bet more Brits have read that book than Americans. So, oh, you think to the so? British? That's interesting. We should find that. That's a good question because I could see a case for both. But, mm, okay. but tell me why you think that. Uh, well, just because it's their monarchy. So, you know, yeah, they they, would I mean, be they're, more they're far more invested. Yes. Yeah, so they could possibly, you know, see them. Yeah. Out and about yeah, yeah, yeah. and it involves them. So I, I think it's interesting that also these pictures, one of them, I scrolled through all of them and it looks like they're being taken from another table and there's a guy's face in it like can you see who's behind me it's prince william you know yeah there was but a, maybe it's just part of his staff <laughs> that well no this was uh this was a person who on social media posted images on instagram mm-hmm. but they had a source then who talked about the story so mm-hmm. like you know you're going to have somebody taking your photograph if you go out into a public place and your name is prince william right right so not surprising but then of course you know a source again his people right reached out to the daily mail i'm sure for the story on exactly what happened yeah. or at least their take on what happened now that's, what happened? So the cynical thing, again, just to be clear, is like, oh, let's get some good headlines for him. Okay, now, now we need to go to the restaurant because I want to tell you what he ate. Yeah, it looks like I can see the menu here and I can see a pierogi on well, here. Well, obviously, it's Poland after right? all. He ate, now this is considered a comfort food restaurant. 
And here's what we know. He ate a sandwich. This is what the owner says. He ate our sandwich in a braided roll with pulled pork. And he ate everything. So I think he liked it. Now, they go on to describe some of the things that you can eat there. And this just sounds so delightfully Poland. Offering butter-based dishes, Mm -hmm. the simplest item on the menu is fresh bread with lard in three flavors. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what are the three flavors well, I, of lard? I, I know, never thought I would say that. I know that there is this like flavored lard business, which is popular in Poland. Oh. And it's like mixed with stuff and then you spread it on bread. Okay. And, you know, so it's basically just like butter, but. Mm-hmm, but, but not. But not. <laughs> <laughs> they do but have. Not. I see. Okay. So I wonder what the three flavors are. Like calf foot. Cat foot? <laughs> Calf. Calf. Oh, I was like, like why would Polish people be eating cats? No, feet? I don't have any judgment. Calf about, foot. Yeah, calf foot. Why calf feet? I don't know. My feet. No feet. No. It's I probably don't like, I don't know. I, on the menu, the second bacon? item on here, it says balls. Stop it. It does. It just says balls. Balls. It says fritiki, and then the, it's in Polish, and then the second thing just flat out says balls. Okay, well, I'm sure that doesn't mean Captain D's. Okay. Okay. What else do you see on the menu? I can't pronounce it. Do you Pozzola? see? Kanapka? Kanapka with chalchi? Yes. Yeah. Surely there's a Polish person out there listening who's I apologize. Laughing. Either so laughing or, or swearing at their no, radios right now. I just wanted to make Bradley laugh, so. <laughs> Balls. Oh, boy. Bulls. Well, I wonder what, uh, To quite honestly, um... It looks like the reason why he's there is that they were. Did I hope you didn't say this and I didn't I'm, hear you? It's fine. Are you? What do you want to say? I, I was going to say the reason why they were in Poland, which is which is laying a wreath at the tomb of the no, unknown no, no, soldier. No. That I actually did not say. Okay. So thank you for clarifying okay. that. And I said that they were in Poland, and his team decided that they wanted to all go out, and then. Prince William said, okay, I would like to join you. Because, you know, I'm sure that's that doesn't happen all the time, right? Like, he's like, oh, I'm going to go have a little dinner by myself. And they're like, okay, we're all going to go down to the pub. Yeah. Yeah, he probably doesn't join them all the time. You know what I just remembered about this? Like this, I mean, obviously this is an important thing, but do you remember in Spare that he and Harry kind of fought over this very thing? laying a wreath on the tomb of the unknown yes. soldier. It was like a yeah. competition. Like I get to do it because I, because William, you know, Harry served because a lot Harry more. Harry actually served in combat. Yes, William he did. served, but he, if I remember correctly, did not serve in combat. They wouldn't let him and yeah. he wasn't happy about it, but yeah. you can't let the ki- future King do that. Yeah. And so there was some contention about like William you didn't can't want to allow the, What Harry. Don is saying is you can't let the future king serve in combat. So, and you know that William that had to just really eat at him it that did. he couldn't that he couldn't. And then he all serve he didn't want Harry way. to be putting the wreath on there. He yeah. wanted to do it, and yeah. it was like a and he and then he was thing. like, "Can I send flowers?" Yeah, and the palace came back. Nope. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Remember, he kept mm-hmm. asking. I yeah. just want the people to know that I'm grateful and that I am one of them. And they're like, we kind of don't care. Yeah. We can't let you overshadow William. Yeah. Because poor William needs to be the King someday. So <laughs> we must all do for him. <laughs> Gosh. But anyway, I did, this was one story. I know you, you brought us back to, um, anti William town, but I know you're welcome, but 
I thought this is one story we could at least applaud him because he did, you know, show up not just for his team, but more importantly, he went to a yes. an openly LGBTQ space in a place that's not always very openly. And that is very good for, for those individuals. Absolutely. Do you think he's glad that Harry's now out of the way for competition I'm sure. for royal Absolutely. duties? Okay, hundred percent. So too. I believe you. He looks very happy lately. You know what else? Your is huh? what? Who are you? Where? Hey, when we come back, our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes joins us because I'm dipping out for the last hour. I've got to run. I will be back on Tuesday. You guys have a great weekend. But up next, Dawn will be here with Paul McGuire Grimes. And Mike. Bye.